And Kwame, you got a book for black business? I do. Or you got two, right? Or you uh, just going to do just, Torre? I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm going to just do Torre. I was focusing so much on that joint for the for the illiterate that I didn't get a chance to do the Jemison joint. Oh, I got to send you that beat. Oh, you did it already? Yeah, I did one. No, that's what's up. Yo, I got both. I got both of y'all on a beat too, man. Do you? I, I said, do you yeah, really? I said, nah, I don't. Oh, I don't. Shit. I don't really think you do. Hey, save this recording. <laughs> this is auto. This is an audible contract. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You heard when, I, when, you I, up, when I upload my track for the for the for the podcast, I throw All it right. in the uh, I throw it in the joint. When he finds his when he finds his PlayStation two, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got y'all. Uh, yeah, Remy. Remy's more interested in the guitar and Instagram than giving us beats, man. Well, to to be fair, what he gives us for Instagram is fantastic. I'm just going to sample that and just loop Loop that that six seconds of Instagram (laughs) times 30. Call it a track. Granny fuzz and everything. It is time for another week of DEFCON Jive. This is your boy, Cannon, a.k.a. Right Said Fred Hampton. I'm too black mm. and strong for my shirt. Mm. <laughs> Blessing the city in his name. Uh, it's your man, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Job Less Miles. The Bayou Bengals fired me on my day off, so I guess tomorrow's going to be another Manic Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. BK... BKA Vince Scully, I'm the voice of the game. Mm. 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 AKA RIP Shorty Low. He lived a long, productive life. He done done it all. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what up, what up? It's your boy Quams, AKA Mumia Abu Jamal Crawford. You don't want this yes. long range shooter coming at you off the bench. Yes. BKA Ty McShay, their names. We are either a stat mm. line or a statistic, and we're tired of playing these games. Yes. CKA Huey P. Newton's third law of thermodynamics. For each what? action, there is an equal and an opposite reaction. So act up and Inertia. watch me react. DKA Judge Dredd Scott. When the law tells mm. me I'm not an American citizen, well, just wait until I am the law. Jesus Christ, Quam. <laughs> Yo, fresh off that two-game suspension, boy. <laughs> it's your man Pookie Blaylock balling in these streets, serving these niggas a rock. <laughs> A.K.A. the internet. Cash me in the PM in your girl's DM. Check my stats, brother, on top of the grams every night like your mother's father. <laughs> CKA totally radical Islam front size fakey on these infidels I'm coming off the curb like an IED uh, <laughs> ask your girl about me to pipe bomb uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man it's your boy Sice Lee aka Boss Blackman the boss is back son <laughs> uh. CKA North Carolina House Bill Nunn how long we got to? How long gotta take before y'all do the right thing? Mm, that house bill none. Radio Raheem on him. Shout out to Dutta man. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Shorty Long Bill none man. Twenty sixteen ain't playing though. They taking everybody out. Though. It's not. They acting real foolish. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about like you know what I'm saying. Can we get a Black Lives Matter joint for twenty sixteen, son? Like, why ain't we protesting this year, dog? Like, 
It's right. Not a, a lot of cats 2016 then took it out. You know what I mean? Like we need right. to be, we need to be marching on 2016, son. Right. Right. Mm. Mm. I gotta give props to Remy for for coming back and dunking <laughs> on everybody. Yeah. yeah. Off the off of his two game suspension for what shall not be mentioned. <laughs> that um, shall not be mentioned though. I don't even know what you're talking about. He came back like cook crack, man. Came back like herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Simplex. Just when you thought he was gone. Speaking of of communicable diseases, uh, Remy, how did you not get sick on that cruise? Yo, I was telling Scrap, dog, like, I I got two little boys, dog. Like, every disease in the world has been through this house at some point, dog. Like, I'm immune to everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You already ran through that Ebola and that Zika. Children are filthy, dog. (laughs) Remy already beat whooping cough and uh, the Black Death. You you Like, like, no joke. Like, like we get, like, letters, like, at least, like, once a month about some crazy-ass disease that's, like, outbreaking at, like, my my kids' uh, elementary school, dog. Like, Oh no! Mm. Yeah, if, if you know what I'm saying, once once you send your kid to daycare and they come back to your house, you know what I'm saying. If you right. can survive that, you can survive anything. Anything, dog. Mm. Because mm. there's no there's no like sanitary uh, mechanisms. You know what I'm saying. Beyond you know, once they get out of sight of the attendants at the daycare, it's like no right. hose bar. Like I'm talking about licking <laughs> hands. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Handing cookies. You know what I'm saying. Right. Like. Taking turns, straight, like sharing lollipops. You know what I mean? Like it's straight Oregon Trail disease. Dysenterian. You know what I'm saying? Yellow fever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing like coming to pick up my kid from daycare dog, and there's like a stagecoach like flipped over. And then right. daycare dog, he just a mad oxen roaming around. He I mean, died young, of dysentery. Young, young, young Tommy tried to ford that river, didn't make it. <laughs> Why was that river joint at the end so lit? Though? You know right, like, right, mad like they, rocks. They, huh? they they saved that joint for the end. The whole time you're just like meandering through the you know what I'm saying plains, not really doing nothing but hunting. And then at the end, they're like, no, what? We're about to turn up. You know what I'm saying? White water raft style. That river was no joke, man. Yo, it, it was rough. So that joint was a text game, dog, and I said it was so enthralling, dog. He's like, yo, so am I gonna make him cross this river, dog? You know you could play man. it on archive.org, right? Yeah, it's not oh, gonna be the same though. Yeah, it's not the same, but you can still play it. And I definitely played it for like two hours. Like I can't like I bet you did. I can't play like a uh, like a throw up screen game. You know, like the mm. like with the you know like the old phones. It was just like that green like puke screen joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. I can't play that them type of games with like a full color ad. Like, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, like right. playing on the same page. Right. <laughs> with a gif on that joint, like, like, just just holler at me when Number Munchers comes back up, and we'll be good. Mm, mm, math blaster, exactly. Okay. Do you know about that Mavis Beacon dog? Speed <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, all right. Before we get into the podcast proper, as usual, for the 16 weeks, we're going to give you the update on our squads and. Yeah. uh you know what? I'm going to save my squad for last because we the we the illest. Okay. Um, okay. Kwame's Packers two and one. Yep. After yeah. after a little little thing, we tried to give it away. Uh, Scraps Chiefs two and one after blowing out the Jets. Yeah. Remy, I know you don't follow football like that. Got a good, got a good win. But uh, yeah, you um. Then they ain't doing it, dog. 
No, they didn't. They didn't win. Yeah, they're they're zero and three. They lost hard. Oh, they, they went to overtime. And they, 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 uh, their kicker got injured in the walkthrough, <laughs> and they and they got a, and they got a kicker off. You know what I'm saying? In the street. Yep. He used to play for the Eagles. Yep. My man Cody Parkey. And he missed three field goals in the game, mm-hmm. including a joint. You know what I'm saying? With six seconds left, that would have you know what I'm saying won the that game, won. won in the overtime. Yep. And yeah, your man Ajayi, 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 Ajayi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, put it, put them down, and uh, yeah, they're zero and three. Trash. Uh, Boom's cow. Listen, Bobby is Bobby's too busy uh, cooking the books for Rusty <laughs> right now. So let him live, let him breathe. Uh, Boom's Cowboys are playing as we record. Uh, yeah, you, shout you, out to Daki Chan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you have, you have a up, you have an update. Nah, it didn't, it didn't start yet. You know what I'm saying in the okay. pregame. You know what I'm saying. All right, yeah. But we out here. Shout out, shout out to the uh, to the Giants. You know what I'm saying. Who took an L? I needed that. They two and one. Mm-hmm. If we win, we're two and one. You know what I'm saying. I needed that. And also, shout out to the Redskins. You know what I'm saying for two of their defensive backs getting hurt. Right. I needed that and I wanted that. D'Angelo Hall out for the, out for the year. Mm. Yeah, Duh. yeah. And the Breland, and, and the boy Breland who's getting fried. You yeah, know what I'm saying. He doesn't matter. Like they'll probably play, but <laughs> his. His black life doesn't matter. <laughs> I know they'll, they'll, they'll play better without him. Like he should have just went off the field. They could have played with ten and and been much better. <laughs> it's crazy how he was getting like it's crazy. I was getting fried though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, fried, roasted, basted. Like <laughs> was, on an open spit. He's getting br- brined, it, pickled. It's like it's like the announcers were calling the joint. They were like, "You see Des Bryant going down to Breland. You see Antonio Brown leaving Josh Norman sign going to Breland. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see Odell Beckham, and it's like, how like before they even run the play because he's lined up against these dude. They know he's gonna eat. Like it's crazy. Right. I've never seen th- that deep of a let off. Like on one side, you know what I'm saying? You have arguably the best corner in the game. On the other side, you have <laughs> arguably the worst trash man. Corner of the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, they should put a linebacker out there, man. So uh, and then uh, LeBron James Bond Saints plays tomorrow night. Uh, nobody's going to be watching, but nope. We'll we'll find out what happens between the Saints and the uh, and the uh, Falcons. No one's playing defense in that game. <laughs> <laughs> it really should just do offense versus offense. I mean, why even yeah. bother? Seven on seven. Yeah, yeah. And then save the best for last. Here we go. My Philadelphia Eagles. How? How? Three and zero. How? It's not how. It's not how. They played two scrubs. They had, good, they had a great win today. I'm not gonna take nothing away from wins, but the prior two wins. Come on, Candy. You got to listen. Listen. Hey, you got, y'all, hey, y'all look, be the Browns and the Bears. But look, what happens if Dakota Prescott doesn't beat the Bears tonight? Mm. Then, then we have a different conversation. <laughs> you know but I, like, I'm not gonna take nothing away. The, the win today was crazy. Yeah, crazy. Blew them out. Yeah. Blew them out. I would just like to uh, perform a callback and. Um, I've been listening to old episodes of this podcast in which mm-hmm. uh, one canon uh, illustrated that he thought his team was trash and was going to be yes. trash this year. Yes. And uh, uh, shout out to our boy, Teddy Bridgewater, a.k.a. Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah. For blowing out his knee like a mailbox in New York City. <laughs> mm. like, like, a, like a damn terrorist attack. Blowing out mm. his knee. And us... Shipping Sam Bradford out, which allowed us to go on this fantastic run. 
But also, a lot of them, my brother's team is the Vikings. They're 3-0 and as well. They are. San, sans uh, AP, Sands Teddy, two gloves, including a, a um, you know, a great uh, win over the uh, Packers, you know what I'm yeah. saying, in the, inside the division. So, it's crazy, you, you know, know what I'm saying, to see them 3-0 and see y'all 3-0. And you know what? And Sammy Sleeves is doing what he can. He's not turning the ball over. He, he's, he's looking pretty good, especially with that boy Stephon Diggs out there. Yeah, I want to bring I want to bring something else to the table. You know what I'm saying? I know this wasn't on the agenda, but I had this conversation with LeBron James Bond. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are also three and zero. Incredible. Yes, they you know are. Saying? Yeah, against all odds. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Pop. Um. But it brings us to the question: How great is Tom Brady? Mm. If 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 you if you looked at the joint, uh, not this week, the joint last week when uh, they played Miami. Mm-hmm. You telling me Garoppolo didn't look like you know what I'm saying an All Pro Hall of Fame joint? He, they had a, they had the, the timer on him. They said he was releasing the ball quicker than uh, Brady. Mm. He was making those reads like they had Matt Castle a couple years back. They won 11 games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They had a dude last game uh, in Brissett. He's a fucking quarterback. I mean, he's a fucking running back that played quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like a boy brisket. Yeah, Jacob like, brisket. like how much of it is motherfucking Belichick's genius? As opposed to Brady's greatness. Mm. Uh, you know what? What I will say about to that is we'll find out in situations which will require that greatness <sighs> to be elevated. Um, because they beat, the, they beat Arizona. What are you talking about? Yeah, but was it? But was it a the game I watched? It was. I mean, it was a it was a good game. But like there there are certain scenarios where you know what I'm saying rookies and average quarterbacks don't elevate themselves to the level that is required, which I think Brady has had and has proven that he had. Like, when you need that fourth down completion to continue the drive to come from behind to win, pause, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, what I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that uh, Billy Boy and uh, Josh McDaniels have done an excellent job of tailoring their game plan to make sure that they enhance whatever quarterback is out there, enhance their traits. Like, they were doing double reverses with the tight end, Martellus Bennett, who is a dope athlete, you know what I'm saying, just to make the system a little bit easier for Jacoby Brissett to get out there and perform. And to his credit, uh, Brissett did some nice things. You know, he's an excellent runner, and when Mm -hmm. a situation called for it, he he ran. You know what I mean? So I don't think – I think I think anybody could play with Belichick and McDaniels and win. Um, But we'll we'll see how how much Tom Brady's – you know what I'm saying – I, well, actually, we won't see because he's coming back. You know what I'm saying? In in, in two weeks or so. So, man, they had they got Welker, Amendola, and Edelman. All these dudes are like five eight. You know what I'm saying? Save for when they had uh, you know Randy Moss, he never really had a receiver. No. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he, had, he never really had a, a legitimate had running like, it game. Wasn't, it wasn't Randy Moss like Randy Moss, man. It was like, but you th- that that year, Randy Moss, he threw fifty touchdowns. But it's like. How great can his like how, like I, I think Belichick is the be, is the greatest coach of our you know lifetime greater than Phil Jackson you know what I'm saying mm. um, greater than Popovich because statement. greater than Popovich because you know what I'm saying like I said he's he's won with with less like I said Castle had 11 wins he threw for 3,000 yards and 20 touchdowns <clears throat> shortly after that you know what I'm saying left went to Kansas City and didn't really was never able to recreate that yeah it's it's like. He, he he does these short dink and dump passes, and then he opened up the middle for uh, Gronkowski. Like that's game plan. Mm-hmm. Now there is a there is something to be said for executing a game plan, but like I said, people put great put Brady in the category as the greatest quarterback of all time, and I just wonder 
if that would still be true had he not been with you know Belichick and had Belichick not had this you know this this prowess yeah. this, this no genius, no I don't you know I don't think saying? it would because, be true yeah. I, I totally think I mean that's an accurate statement right there I don't think he would be the greatest quarterback of all time if he wouldn't wasn't with Belichick but I don't think Belichick would have been the, as good of a coach as he has been without or would have won as many games or as many Super Bowls as he has without Brady I think it goes both I, ways. So I, I listened to I listened to this uh, the podcast from the NFL around the NFL. It's a funny, fantastic podcast. They had an exercise one time that was um, if you took Tom Brady and put him on last year's Jaguars, do they make the playoffs? Mm. And they they were kind of split down the middle because you have um, you have Allen Allen the the law firm down there, Robinson and Hearns. Yeah, and you have um. You had an okay running game. It wasn't spectacular, but it was serviceable. And then you put Tom Brady Julius in Thomas? there. Yeah. You got Julius Thomas, the tight end? Yeah. And you put Brady on there. Same coach, same Gus Bradley's still there. Do they make the playoffs? And most of them said, yeah, they probably do because Tom Brady's great. So uh, the question is, is it really Belichick or is it Brady? But Belichick is showing that this year, you know, he's fine. I'm in, you know, I'm I, in I mean, the Belichick camp, man. I think I we're know, also, I, I think we're also finding out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they've played. They played Arizona. They played mm-hmm. um, Miami. Miami and Buffalo. Is it Buff? Was it Buffalo? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I mean, played. out of all of them, Arizona. You know, oh, is it Houston? I think Houston. Houston. Yeah, Houston. Last Thursday, yeah. Uh, Houston, I think, is overrated. Um, we saw what Miami did against Cleveland today. How they needed overtime to escape. And um, Arizona, I mean, like one week they're good, one week they're horrible. I don't know. I don't know about Arizona. I think they're just all mm. old over there. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, what I'm saying the Ben Gay kicks in. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but, 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 like I understand that. But like to your point, I'm a Cowboys fan, and last year, you know, our quarterback went down, and we were unable to get a win against good teams, mediocre teams, or bad teams with a backup quarterback. Partially because they suck. Partially because our fucking coaches suck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just think, like I said, Belichick is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. He changes their game plan from week to week. One week, fucking LeGarrette Blunt has like 200 yards and three touchdowns. The next week, he gets zero carries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, that's how, like, it's just totally different over there. And I think that, unlike Popovich, you know what I'm saying, who had, you know, uh, Tim Duncan, you know what I'm saying, who came in as a, you know, highly touted, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was, he was the number one draft yep. pick. And um, kind of, you know, was able to be successful with him. Uh, same along the lines of, you know, fucking um, Phil Jackson, who came into a situation where Jordan was developing into a superstar and developed into a, uh, the greatest player of all time. And then, you know, dealing with Shaq at his epoch and a developing Kobe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like Belichick... We haven't seen anything like him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I can't speak to my dad's ear. I can't t- speak about Wooden or, you know what I'm saying, Shula or nothing like that. That's before my time. But as far as we got it going, he's the greatest coach no, of our no, time. No, I, I think there's a much, much easier. Well, wait, wait. Uh, well, wait. The, does Belichick's time in Cleveland, does that stop him from being one of the greatest? Because he was not Cleveland good there. Cleveland counts against no one. Oh, okay. No mm. one. Fair enough. <laughs> Cleveland is that wild card in the Uno deck, son. 
<laughs> the Joker. <laughs> Fair He's enough. Like, you throw you throw it down, but you also got to pick up four at the same time. That's what he's doing. <laughs> it's a self draw four. And 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 didn't didn't uh, who traded who traded away? Did Cleveland trade away the pick that they could have had Wentz, or did they trade away yes. the number one pick? It was Cleveland. Cleveland traded away uh, the number two. I absolutely love it. Because they weren't convinced. They were not convinced that Wentz was good enough to be a franchise quarterback. But also, uh, fucking uh, the Rams gave up the booty to get uh, Goff, and Goff hasn't proven that he can even play yet. Like, right. The coaches just keep saying he's not ready. Like, yeah. And he's the number one pick. And he, does, and he doesn't know which way <laughs> the sun sets. <laughs> so, uh, That's horrible. there you have it. So let's get let's get into the actual topic. This week we had more cops shooting more black people, and most likely they'll get away with it as always. Yay! Uh, one and Shelby was booked. That's right because she's a white woman. Which I oh, which, which I believe is uh uh Remy's Remy's posit, right? Remy? Yes. So <laughs> Well thank you. They also just happened to find PCP in my man's car just out of the blue. I mean, of course, man. Yeah, right. Um and then in uh That's Charlotte. What? So first of all, Kwame, you're in uh dorm, right? Raleigh. But still Raleigh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh did did any of that reach you? Um, you talking about some of the protesting and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. Um, the outrage, the discourse. Nah, we did, so we didn't have any of the protesting here. Um, beyond like mm. people uh, locally speaking out, and you know, what I'm saying the college games, um, students protesting, and and so and stuff like that. Um, but we didn't get anything that they saw in Charlotte with, with the marches and the protests and on that very first night, the riots. Okay, cool. Good, good then. Um, my cousin, again, I'll, mint, I'll give him a plug again. Comedy Zone podcast, Will Jacobs, my cousin, is actually in Charlotte. And uh, he just happened to be able to get out of the protest before it got crazy and violent. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the one that gave up on the Eagles too quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he gave up on them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, but he, but he's back, but <laughs> okay. but we're good, we're good, we're we're back on. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of rehashing our whole episode that we already did, you can go check that out. It's titled "Black Lives Matter." I forgot the episode number, but we already did this whole thing. We're not going to rehash it again. What we're going to concentrate on are solutions, things that we as a society and a community can do to uh, move forward, and. Uh, maybe even help out of this craziness so Kwame this was mainly your topic to bring what do you got uh well I approach it from two different perspectives um the first being the long-term solution and the the second being the short-term you know fixes band-aids or, or solutions if you want to call it that and so I'll, I'll start with the short term and in the, the short term the issues that we're having um it's always it's always a hairy situation whenever you have you know high strung emotions on both sides and one of and when one side or possibly both allegedly have a gun you know it's 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 tense to say the least you know and 
to alleviate any and to help prevent some of these rash decisions, we're supposed to have body cameras. You know, what I propose and something that Boom and I were talking about earlier in the chat is, you know, what I'm saying put these body cameras on civilians. Um, Snapchat, a.k.a. Snap, as they rename themselves, has just come out with their glasses, their version, their updated, stylish, more hip versions of the Google glasses. And they call them spectacles. They record <laughs> uh, videos in 10 second increments and, and can 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 record up to 30 seconds at a time. And they can store it by themselves on their glasses called spectacles or um if you've got your phone, like if you got an iPhone with you, it can connect over Bluetooth and transmit it automatically to your phone. Uh, I, I'm saying we, you know, what I'm saying we need to we need to provide the footage that is not being provided to us or for us that is supposed to protect us. Um, mm. We need to be there. We need to show like it, you saw it to some extent in, in other circumstances where you you get a um, the police uh, interacting with uh, civilians and stuff and whatnot, and all of a sudden people are there with phones, and you had a you know in the very beginning stages, you know before it was clearly defined that you know you could record police officers while they're doing their thing, you know you had the altercations with you know uh, overzealous police officers like slapping phones down or confiscating yep. phones and whatnot well now that's been cleared yep. up you're allowed to record you know i, I urge you to yeah. check your state and city laws or whatnot just to make sure that you know you can't be caught up on something as far as like interfering with police business or anything like that jazz but as long as you respect that distance you can record all you want get out there and record show mm. you know what i'm saying what's happening from our eyes you know what i'm saying periscope these cats you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, let people see what's happening from our eyes as we're interacting, you know what I'm saying, with these cops in our daily lives, you know. And it's not just a uh, in-the-act um, type of action. It's also a deterrent. If they know that we're out here doing that, that's, you know, it it gives them pause, you know what I'm saying, to, to it makes them think. And that's all you want. You want that extra two seconds to stop and think because all it takes is half a second to pull the trigger but if you got to stop mm-hmm. and think, all of a sudden emotions, you know, what I'm saying, are, are are kind of pushed aside, or calmer heads will prevail. Right, right. I I agree, and I was talking to we, we had a conversation with Kwame about this. I was saying that that's a play from the uh, old Black Panthers uh, playlist uh, playbook, wherein you know back in the '60s in like you know Watson in uh, Oakland, where there were similar instances of police brutality and you know just a lot of shakedowns, a lot of illicit and illegal things going on by the police officers. What the Black Panthers did was, you know, they would get a hold of a, you know, police radio and they would hear, you know, when these arrests or when these um, disturbances were happening and they would show up. One of the things they would do is they would show up, you know, with the tools out, pause, and, (laughs) you know, um, which led to a lot of legislation about the open carry, you know, laws and stuff. But they were saying it's our, you know, legal right to have a gun and I need to have my gun to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And when I see somebody in my community, you know, being disturbed, and so they would just literally just hop out of a, you know what I'm saying, Oldsmobile, like 10 deep with shotguns and, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and them big things. And watch as cops, you know, frisk or try to, you know what I'm saying, get, gain information from a suspect or try to arrest someone. So to Kwame's point, you know what I mean, uh, I know we can't do, it's not, it wouldn't be wise to do to be out there tooled up, especially, you know what I'm saying, in, uh, in, in rural America, where, you know what I'm saying, right. it's just a side of a black person, you know, elicits fear. Um, but much less a black man with a gun. But if 
if it could be something where, you know what I'm saying, there's an app or something and something just pops up and it says, you know, there's something going down, a black person's getting pulled over here or a person's getting pulled over here and the community just shows up. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, that way we can, you know, um, infuse our accounts, our testimonies, you know what I mean, our witness statements as well as get that footage or, you know what I'm saying, on our smartphones or, uh, you know, be able to post it to the web. So I think, you know, that's a very viable option. Now, how do you do that without them freaking out do you do you roll up and announce yourself as hi? Uh, not hi. You roll up and say, <laughs> "Hi, I'm a citizen. I'm recording this. This is my right." Like, should we have like a canned speech ready so that? And I mean, like when the Panthers did it, they were just out there like, "Look, we're out here making sure no one does nothing crazy." Right, right. And and this is all right, and and we're making sure that you're going to be all right, and you're, and that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And like, it got to the point where you know. Um, the white officers knew in certain areas that were especially closer to the uh, the Panthers headquarters, it wasn't even worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? They were just like, it was almost a, a, a getaway from, you know, jail card. If I got close enough to the, you know what I'm saying, right, headquarters, right. these dudes would be out here and I, they couldn't really, you know what I'm saying, do nothing with me. Right. But in that, but in that, same, in that same vein, uh, the Panthers also used to drive around their town with them same people that be tooled up and they would look for African Americans that were, you know, disrespected or... Um, so, bringing down our community, so, selling so drugs, and, right. yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they would beat their and they would beat their ass and take them out of town and drop them <laughs> off somewhere. It's like, it, these are true stories, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I think you know that's that's the best um, plan in my mind because I was talking to you know Rano about this and I was like, how can we affect mm-hmm. their money? You know what I'm saying? The government officials, like you know, what I mean, the, the only way that we could affect their money is by like a fucking tax boycott and I don't know if that you know what I'm saying work out nah. well like Wesley Snipes is not and Ron Isley do not condone these well, things that that is actually leads into you know what I'm saying the second part of the perspective which is you know what I'm saying the long game right like mm-hmm. currently uh, everybody knows you hurt somebody by hurting their pockets right and if the, the biggest thing right here is that when these sort of events happen um the officers are placed on administrative leave with pay, you yep. know, right there. Like why, why are they, why are they getting paid? You know, mm-hmm. like you, suspension without Cause, pay. Cause, cause white, cause white police officers are innocent to proven guilty. Whereas the suspects they maim and kill are guilty until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what you have to change right there. Um, secondly, the conviction rate um, for for officers for manslaughter or whatever the charges that's brought up against them, you know, that has to improve if, if charges are brought up, if against charges them. are brought up against them. And so my whole thing is, is that like, there's a lot of talk about, you know, um, well, you know, I'm not even going to go into that. My thing is, is that you've got to think about what is your goal, right? Is your goal mm-hmm. to release some tension or release some stress, you know what I'm saying? On some buildings and on some property, cause some damage, flip some cars, burn some, something, and then go home, you know what I'm saying? And then, all right, we did that. What's next? Like, what did that accomplish? You feel better? Like, did you take a deep breath? Did you inhale? Did you exhale? And now you're moving on? So what has changed? Nothing until the next time that happens. Mm. My my thing is, is that, you know, if you want to affect some sort of change, you need to get inside the system and start that, you know what I'm saying, that process rolling. Like, it's document. There are documented examples, maybe not necessarily to the level that I'm talking about here, but there are documented examples of whole communities turning out, you know, what I'm saying to get their representatives elected 
and that's where it starts. It starts in the community. You know what I'm saying? It starts in one county, two counties, three counties, four counties, where they're out there and they're saying, you know what? We're, we're going to put our people into the system who are going to represent us. Because right now, we're not being represented. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, is that arrest data and stuff? Is that like public record? Uh, arrest data on as far as what? As far as like... Um you know conviction rates as far as like per officer. You know what I'm saying? Because if we could, no, 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 Dick, it's that's not. It's not. It, you not, can't get that granular. Not yeah, not not per officer. I don't know if you could do it. Like, uh, I, like, I don't know. You I, don't, I like. I don't know I if think, it's feasible. Like, uh, it, right. like money, like money wise, to be that granular with it. But like, uh, right. But I think I think you can freedom of information, the statistics, just like the raw I data. Mean, well, maybe like maybe for like. At a, at, a, at, a, at a larger level, like a police, you know, uh, station or, you know what I'm saying? A yeah, yeah. You can get that for sure. And, and, you know what I mean? If there's, you know, like I said, widespread, you know, dissemination of this information, like... Is it is it public though or is it like DOJ shit? Like, I th- like, I'm thinking it's like DOJ shit. Yeah, that's, that's I'm what not, I'm saying. I think you have the freedom of information that... Like, that I'm, not, I'm not saying names. I'm not saying names. I'm just saying, like I said, in the, in the last two years, this station alone has been responsible for you know the deaths of this many innocent people right you know what I'm right. saying like and I think that that disseminating to the community and the people having that information you know we look at everything different like because the reality situation is it's not just black people you know what I'm saying it's 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 there were like five you know Latino people killed this week by police officers mm-hmm. to make the news I saw two stories on Facebook where you know um, white kids were killed by the police you know one was you know uh, being into a coma, tased into a coma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's it's not. You know what I'm saying? It, it is heavily skewed one way, but this is an epidemic that is not just affecting you know one set of people. And I think that the police need to be policed. And I think that it's not like a business where like you know what I'm saying if somebody came out and said some racist at Arby's, you know what I'm saying we can tweet it and, and retweet it <laughs> and say we're not shopping at Arby's and then that would fucking hurt their bottom uh, the bottom line. Because these things are fucking government employees. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, how is it that we can literally affect them? Mm. Their, their, you know, their paychecks, you know what I mean, are, are distributed from the government of that city. Right, right. Can you, so, can you like petition to like shut down like a police station? Um, I think you can petition the DOJ to launch an investigation into that police station. But like, like, like I what, if, what if I live in a community where like I don't want like I don't want a police presence? Mm. I think I think it's just safer <laughs> for everybody for to not have police there. Safer for mm. the police, safer for my safer for my community. And like we we would just police ourselves. Can can you can can a community police itself? I don't that's a great question. I actually don't know that. That's answer. that's your homework. Go research it and come back. <laughs> there that. you go. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the like the twenty sixteen Rosewood? Yeah. Something like that, like like minus you know the burning down and, and the eradication of an entire you know town full of black people. Yeah, other, yeah, other like, than that little small other than that, other than that little like nugget, but, but uh, yeah, like but but Ving Rhames will still be there, will still be there right? on, a, on a horseback, dog. Throwing John Cheeto off, off a train, dog. Uh, all right, so uh, my solution or part of my solution idea is. Uh, it goes towards the long game that Kwame talks about. Um, it has to do with buying up land, you know, farming. And, and basically, if, if you go back into history and you, you look up Black Wall Street 
and how that happened in the South. And then yep. uh, racists came through, burnt it all down, and no convictions, of course. But um, I think if you have like a physical renaissance like not not just internet because we are doing that there there are plenty of black owned businesses on the internet where you can buy pretty much anything you need or want i'm talking about let's buy up some land somewhere let's let's start farming and and let's start building up actual brick and mortar businesses where people can go spend their money and start building that community around that start let's 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 build our own houses um, you know, classicism, return to nature, return exactly, to the, exactly the natural origin. Exactly. So you have your own food circulating in there. You have people cooking it. You have people working. Um, you know, money is circulating in that community, and it only goes out when it needs to. Now I understand that this is pretty much self, uh, self segregation, but I think. That way you send that money message of, you know what, I'm not going to shop at, I'm not going to go to Chick-fil-A because I know Chick-fil-A does, uh, you know, yeah, (laughs) they support the police and they're anti-LGBT. I'm not going to spend money there. I'm going to go down to to Greg's Chicken Shack and get me a a chicken sandwich and then I'm going to shoot over, get me some, some shirts, some shoes. Then I'm going I'm to go and uh, buy my veggies and go home and cook. And then, you know, it's it does build up on top of what the Black Panthers did do, which was that community work. They fed yeah. the kids, you know, they had free lunch, free lunch, free breakfast. program. Right. They had they had mothers and grandmothers cooking for these kids. Now, there's some sacrifices that need to be made to, to accomplish this. But this starts that ball rolling of. You know what? We're going to take our dollars, which are very, very powerful. We may only be what? What are we? Fifteen percent of the population now, but our buying power is like sixty percent, something like that. Is it? It's ridiculous. Yes, it's ridiculously high. (laughs) So if we take that buying power and really, really, and I mean for real, put it to our own instead of just saying that we will, I think that you would see a change, especially. You build up your own community, then you really can dictate your own government, right. your own protection. That that way, Remy, we will find out if you can just say we don't want a f- actual police station. We're just going to community police. But here's well, a, here's, do you, do here's you, the thing with that though. Let me just ask. Let me yeah, let, yeah, let yeah. me ask a quick joint. I don't know that the general consensus or feeling is that it's black versus white. I think it's black versus police, mm-hmm. and I think that. I don't know that many people feel as though they're being attacked or they're being uh, disrespected or de- uh, um, or disenfranchised by white people. Now I feel that it's individualized and it's the cops and it's right. I think I think so. So to answer that point, I think my point is, for example, Chick Fil A. Their their CEO comes out and he is pro cop, right? And he yep. sees nothing wrong. And the heads of these other corporations are they see nothing wrong with what's going on. So you pull it's it's not necessarily a black versus white thing. It is these businesses are in support of failed policies. So let's hit them. Oh so 
So it's an abandonment of, of not white culture, it's abandonment of these corporations. Exactly, companies. exactly. That's what I mean. That's why I say we build up our own instead of falling back on them. But here's the thing with that, though. Like, I like white people's shit, dog. Like, I like buying white people's shit. I agree. You know <laughs> like, I agree. Like, I, I, like, I, like, I like my Lexuses, you know what I'm saying? I like, I like my, my big body GM trucks, dog. Like, <laughs> and, and you don't have to give that up. You can, I, I mean, you know, Remy, you can open up your... Uh, you could open up your uh, big body Benz car joint <laughs> and still import Mercedes and and all that right. and still sell them. We're just buying it from you, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We just buying it from you. You getting that money and then you you turning that around. You get the thirty two inch and not on this <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, in all, in all seriousness, like the answer, like for this long term thing, is to uh, stop being um, so reliant and dependent and become independent and self reliant. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's an easy thing to say, but you know, like I, you know, what I'm saying, I wanna, I wanna do a, do a, uh, become a venture capitalist. You know, what I'm saying for for these up and coming, you know, what I'm saying people, um, you know, African Americans or minorities in general. You know, what I'm saying who mm-hmm. need funding. You know, what I'm saying to get these ideas off the ground. Like, let's say, you know, you want to buy up some buildings or whatnot. You know, what I'm saying, but we need to go in together. You know, what I'm saying to get this funding appropriate and get some real estate property so that we can launch these businesses, so that we can launch exactly. this grocery store or whatnot. Like, that's what I want to do. And it's it's an easy thing to just say it. Like, we need to do this. We need to do that. But then the the critical portion of that is well how do you do it and that's what i want to work on like it's like i want to say all right you want to become a venture capitalist all right well this is what you got to do you need to do a b c and d if you want to get this real estate popping we need to investigate and see who's most familiar with the subject research the laws and the bylaws so that we're doing everything on the up and up and there can be no questioning into what we're trying to accomplish and then we go attack that um Mm -hmm. and the most important thing to do is you need to find like-minded individuals like ourselves, you know what I mean? Who are on the same track and who are willing to go the extra mile and work to see this happen. Um, my biggest, my biggest problem is that you get a lot of, we should, we should, and we need to, and then we don't. That's my problem. That's, that's my, all, all the solutions mentioned, you know what I mean? Um, take for granted the fact that, there's a lack of, you know, unity within the black community that, you know what I'm saying, we haven't had for, you know what I'm saying, 60 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, like like you said, you know what I mean? Like, if someone were to drop on, you know, Twitter or, you know what I'm saying, the gram, like, meet outside for a rally, you know what I'm saying, how many people would actually do that? How many people would, would actually endure the discomfort of leaving their norm to do something? I right. think also the fact that we're in a tech generation where we have a higher rate of obesity <laughs> and we have a lot of no, I'm, I'm just no, being no, real. No, we no. have a, a, a lot more of the, uh, uh, these kids now. A lot more of the things like are lazy. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. lot of people come home from work, sit down, eat. You know what I mean? Go to sleep. That's it. So it's like if we can't get out together, if we can't like for you know Kwame and I's idea where you know go to police to police or you know what I'm saying put in the initiative to move and leave their, you know, comfort their home, move somewhere else. Like, I don't, that's what I'm saying. My, my question, like earlier to the point where it's not like a widespread pandemic, like just all white people, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you, like, like you saw 
all of the, you know what I'm saying, the 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 spirits of racisms and prejudice everywhere you went. It was it, it saturated society. I'm not saying that this doesn't, but not to that level, to the fact where we had to come together to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we're there yet. I think, like I said, there's a lot of, it seems to be a lot of incidents and not an epidemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when we put on news, another incident of a police shooting. It's like, we're not coming together, like I said, for our idea to say, you know what, if you get this text, I need you to drive here if you can, take pictures on your phone because this is happening, or, you know, let's get our shit together and move out Iowa or South Dakota and, you know what I'm saying, and make this shit pop off. Mm-hmm. Remy, you got a solution? And, uh... This should be good. Like, uh, to... <laughs> this will be good. Um, not like, uh, like, like, piggyback off of what Boom was saying, like, there's a, uh, inherent, like, laziness to, like, uh, to black people and, like, and, and discord to, to, to all the stuff, all the stuff we do with and it's like, um, I think a big part of that is, like, we look at, you know, like, six, like, other races that have been successful, and we're, we're looking at their success like six generations down the line like at some point someone got up, someone got up and was like yo like I can't, I'm not gonna stand for this we're gonna get like a, a group of people together we're gonna form like we're gonna form like an LLC or some type of community organization you know to, to manage our, our community mm-hmm. and, and but like we don't we don't see that all we see is the like the the, the trust fund kids right and like I think if we had like an example, uh, like a modern day example of of some of of someone doing that, like it would be easy. But like we don't have any like black leaders. I got it. I got it. I got it. To your point. Okay. Okay. To your point. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is it. Your man Obezi steps out of office and becomes on some MLK activism shit. I know that. Like, like, please, like, do that. Yeah, like. His voice will drive, you know what I'm saying, the nation. Mm-hmm. I promise you. If him and, you know, Michelle... Like, Michelle step out flexing, like, like, please, like, do that. They, they, as former president, first lady, they have the media outlet, right. you know what I'm sure saying? Do. And so if he comes out on some real, let's do this together, let's get together, black people, finally, I'm back, I had to do this to be president, but, like, let's go. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like, I, I know I would jump, you know what I mean? I feel like all my contemporaries and people beneath me you know what I'm saying? We'll do the same. For sure. I mean, how many how many black people are up here? I, me included are like, nah, that's my president forever. I don't care who <laughs> right. I don't care who's next. I don't care who was who was before. That's my boy. That's my boy. Well, that's see, my I mean, my president is black and my Lambo is blue. Like, I mean, you see mm. how these conservatives mm. and you know these Republicans are about Reagan. Like he was the greatest president ever, you know what I'm saying, for that baby boomer generation. And mm-hmm. that I feel like that's how Obama is for us. You know what I mean? Like it, right. I think it no matter what happens in the presidential election, I don't want to call it a step down, but when it comes to personality, I don't cite, I don't see either two candidates having the personality of an Obama. And it's really interesting. It actually is going to come up, you know what I'm saying? in um, the black business of the week, which is our, our book of the week, um, where Ture talks about Obama and his, his ability to navigate, you know, that political landscape, uh, as well as come back and, and interact with African-Americans on a level that, that, you know what I'm saying, we understand. And his his adapt. ease, yeah, his adaptability <laughs> and his ease of coming. Like, this is dap, this is dap and black people. Have you ever seen so those videos? Like, you know what I mean? 
and like he walk around like, like, like full shake the hands. hand, like you know, what I'm saying with the offhand on the forearm and shit. And I'm saying, right. well, like a, he seems like a black dude. He dabs him up, gives him the hug, dog, gives him that thug hug. Yep, <laughs> right. Every time, but but to your point, that's a that's an excellent parallel with the Reagan joint because you know, as you know, you know, Reagan was an actor. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, more more so than his, you know, policies, which really hurt America, but I guess it championed the uh, young yuppie Republicans of that day. Um, he was that charismatic. He was that, you right. know what I'm saying? Like I said, he was he, he was a movie star, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So he had that that uh, that ability to be in front of camera and to be able to be relatable and to, to come off with with any emotion that he pleased, you know what I'm saying? And I think Obama does the, does the same thing and following him with, you know, Bush one... Uh, who was not very, you know, and then we had, you know, Clinton, you know, saying who gave you a little something, but he was marred in uh, con- uh And that white vagina, dog. Don't ruin you, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> but you, you have Obama, he's clean, and, he, and he, like you said, he just seems to adapt to everybody. I just want to say that, um, you know what I'm saying? I told, I told my parents what we were doing, and um, they requested a copy of the podcast. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Did 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 you tell them that it was a bad idea? I I, I told them that I would try and help. You know, what I'm saying tone it down a little bit. Um, edit out edit out that Boko Harambe. No Boko Harambe, please. Just you know, what I'm saying no. if we could. Uh, oh, Kwame, that would have been that would have been good information before we started. You know what? And 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 that's totally my fault. I know that. You know, yeah, you kind of dropped the ball. On I that did. Um, I I I we were midway into it, and I was like, you know what? Remy has been doing all right so far. Um, <laughs> The aliases were on point. Um, it, I, I thought we might make it all the way through the end. We had a short, short show this week, so. But yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, I mean, again, on a level, of, on a scale of one to Remy, uh, that wasn't actually that bad. This is like bad. a three, dog. Yeah, like, this it wasn't, is it wasn't <laughs> actually <laughs> that bad. So, but I just thought I'd put that out there right now. So just don't, we 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 don't get that nine to Remy type. You know what I'm saying? Quote later. Well, we'll see. Now now we've kind of started towing the line. So, and, and now we know. So I. Mm. I'm just saying. Uh, they know. Look, they know. They know. All, all, all I'm love. saying is that hit and run the saying, city. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pop and, and moms and Balia. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're big big names in the revolutionary community of Milwaukee. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're. They, they they might swing this podcast around a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they got the ends. Um, they got the ends with the uh University of Wisconsin Milwaukee and the uh Africology department. So Listen, listen. The WNBA is not that <laughs> Look, man, look, man. I joke a lot about white women, but uh Listen I really here. like. Listen you know, here. We're just gonna continue. Decision, we're just gonna continue on. We're just gonna continue <laughs> on. I'm actually. You know what? I'm not even gonna allow for any other comments to be made. I'm actually looking at the TechCrunch website right now. You know what I'm saying? In their startup category, and I'm looking at all of these different uh, 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 companies. You know, startup companies that are raising capital for their these niche um, uh, 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 niche markets or niche products that they're launching. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking at the the black female founder who raised the seven million. You know what I'm saying? That was that disrupt San Francisco, um, mm-hmm. the the renewable energy tech startup. And yeah, that um, one's dope. And and I'm looking at this. I'm like, man, we you know we've got this. You know, we need more of that. We need to provide more of that. We need to spark more of that. We need to fund more of that. How can we make that happen? You know, my father in law. Mm-hmm. You know, is part of an initiative to try and get. 
uh, uh, a Y Combinator type joint and accelerator um, in, in, in Southeast Raleigh, which, you know what I'm saying, I, I don't know if you guys know or not, but that's like, you know what I'm saying, that's like Southeast D.C., maybe not as bad. Um, mm. But, oh, but oh, oh, No, not, Southeast is nice now, man. Is it? It is. Yeah, yeah. They, they really gentrified it. <laughs> oh, of course. It was a gentrification that did it. Yeah. Yep. But but you know what I'm saying like we're trying to trying to get an accelerator for for startup companies down here, you know what I'm saying and 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 Raleigh trying to get some more African American and minority groups to come and come up with some of these ideas that that these then these old heads you know with with money you know what I'm saying that want to fund us that want to fund minorities you know what I'm saying can allow them to provide that money to 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 get us on the stage and not just you know do it to do it but like to do it with the intention of being successful and continuing on you know what i mean so that's that's what i'm trying to build mm-hmm. on that's what i'm trying to build right now man okay oh well see you kind of stepped on what my transition was going to be Let's do it because remy was talking about white women <laughs> I, 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 you don't like your white stepped on <laughs> i don't know i don't know where we're going here okay speaking of white women okay <laughs> on okay. Monday night, which is uh, tomorrow night and uh, a couple days back when you're hearing this, we're going to have the first presidential debate between noted white woman Hillary Clinton. Okay. Oh, man. Apex and... white woman. Yeah. Yeah. Apex <laughs> white woman Hillary Clinton. Here we go. <laughs> and, and reality star and noted shit talking, know nothing Donald Trump. Oh, Apex trash bag. Yeah, yeah. Apex little hands. <laughs> ass bag. Remember the ass yeah. bag shit? <laughs> They're, when you knock the hands out, you gotta get an ass bag. <laughs> They're going to have their first presidential debate with Lester Holt being the moderator. Um since this is, since we are recording before the debate, we have no idea how it works or not how it works. We know how it works. Actually, this year we do we may not know how it works. But um we don't know how it ends up. Uh, what are y'all predictions for this first debate? Yo, Donald Trump is going to somehow offend Lester Holt. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think on some real, on some real shit, this is what needs to happen. I think Hillary needs to come out on some shit like I fucked up. It wasn't nothing crazy, you know. Not on the Benghazi, but the email. But this dude. Trump is fucking bananas. <laughs> and I feel Show like, is. you know what I'm saying, the, the 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 knock against her is that she's not trustworthy, is that, you know what I mean, she's corrupt. She doesn't she has like she doesn't tell what's going on with her life. Whoop de whoop. Just let it out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know you're gonna ask me a hundred questions about these emails. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you before I had a I had a uh, private server. I probably shouldn't have done it. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But this dude Trump is a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, would you like would you rather have you know what I'm saying someone that you know had emails on her phone uh, or this fucking idiot? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what needs to happen. Like, that's the as long as Hillary evades answers and does this political you know you tap two step on these hoes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the Republicans gonna have to run on. Like, she's corrupt. She's dishonest. You don't know if you can trust her. Like, that's what it, that's what it is they got. Right. So if you take that from them. And paint motherfucking Trump as the idiot that he is. We got oh, you're you. talking about the, the eight mile Eminem strategy. It, that's what I'm talking about. Let Cheddar Bob kill himself. 
but here's my joint. Like, like this isn't like um, like Mitt Romney versus like Hillary Clinton. You know, say like I don't need a fucking, I don't need a trustworthy president. I need a competent one. Mm. Mm. And like, 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 I'm like, I don't understand. I don't even understand how the polls are so close. Like, I understand like how polling works. Like, they they poll like extremes on both ends. And, yeah. and 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 so like all the po- all the polls are skewed and like anyway, but like I, I like I, I how is Trump competent dog and like I think that's what Hillary needs to harp on is just like like what has he done? Well, it's not about uh, and again that 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 might be something good to to that she would harp on at the at the debate, but you know what I'm saying just to answer your question, it's not necessarily about competency. It's about speaking to a group of individuals who feel like they are being left behind um as the world moves on around them. Um and poor white people. And, and, oh well, man. I mean I'm not gonna lump them all into one category because it's not all you know what I'm saying it, you it's not take a look at a Hillary <laughs> Remy's put you in a box here, Kwame. Yeah. Take a, all I'll say is this: take a look at a Hillary, you know, what I'm saying rally, and then take a look at a Donald Trump rally, and then you'll see the diversity, you know, what I'm saying between the two, which one has more diversity, which one does not, which one, you know, and it's not just, you know, uh, uh, I'm not just talking about racial diversity. I'm talking about gender. I'm talking about age, um, the whole spectrum. You know what I mean? Like. It, right compare the two and you'll see you know Trump is speaking to the conservative um largely older largely less educated individuals Mm -hmm. that um feel like they are being left behind by society by the politically correct um confusing technologically advanced um black president you know I'm saying ethnic and religiously diverse society that's leaving them behind and believe it or not they're the ones who are actually more likely to vote and vote on a regular basis um than than some of the other ones and that's part of the problem right now so do you guys think that trump gets out of this debate up does he does he win points for this because all he has to all he has to pretty much do is show up like hillary being a, a a woman She's got to do all of these things. She's got to smile. She's got to not come off like a, a like a bitch, for lack of a better term. Um, I, I you like, know, she has all these things against her by default, and all Trump has to do is who you calling a bitch? U N I T E Y. Um, so Trump <laughs> Trump only has to basically show up. So uh, no, like I, I I think this like this is this is like the one instance where like this like Trump doesn't work in Trump's favor. Wait, wait! How is that possible? Because he's he's Teflon Don right now. He is Teflon Don. Wait, Trump, Trump's Trump. He he is Teflon Don and all that, man. But like, I I like my my hope and prayer for this young is just like all his like all his wild rhetoric about like women and minorities and and just everything. Just 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 him being Trump is gonna offend. So many people, because like mm. like like when he was on when he was on uh, Fox doing the uh, doing the the GOP debates, you know what I'm saying? Like he was going off on Megyn Kelly, like that bitch is on your side, dog. <laughs> like, she doesn't want Hillary to win. Like like what are you doing? To, to your point, for that to happen, I think Lester Holt has to has to press him. You know what I'm saying? 
I think to like Candace joint, I don't think Hillary can like go troll on him because like you said, she come off as that bitch or whatever. Like I don't think I don't so, like that's the thing. I don't think you can come off as a bitch when you're when you're when you're going up against Donald Trump. I, th- I think, but I think you can. I think to the to the to that same, you know, what I'm saying, uh, populace that believe that the country's leaving them behind. They just had a black president for eight years. They're not thinking about it, having a woman, two minorities that they think that you know is, is are beneath them. They feel like they're losing their country and they need to get it back. And if this guy, you know, what I'm saying, is having his chick, you know, what I'm saying, just like you know, what I'm saying, just throw shots at them. They'll equate it to your wife nagging or, you know what I'm right. saying, like this, like, just, just, just uppity bitch. So I think Lester Holt has to go in on his way for them to, you know what I'm saying, for, for Hillary to send some jabs well, his way. I, and, and I think that right there you led into, I think, what is going to be the biggest wild card of these debates, which would be the actual, the moderators. Like, how do <laughs> yeah. they, um, there's an article, there was an actual article uh, in the, the Raleigh paper today um, looking at is it the job of the moderator to be a fact checker or just be a moderator, yep. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing um, right now. And you had, yeah. I, th- I want to say it was the, the last GOP debate, you had one of the moderators actually being a fact checker and kind of pressing Trump on some of his statements um, right. and to, to clarify and then and then fact checking them. And so that's like, do you, what is what is their job? Do they allow and kind of massage the two candidates to go after each other um, or do they you know, kind of not harass, but do they go after each individual candidate to answer um, questions that they may have sidestepped or falsehoods that they may have, you know what I'm saying, alluded to. Um, so it's 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 on the moderators. And with each respective candidate, you know, Trump just has to, like, stick to the line, like stick to the script. If he sticks to the script, he's probably fine. Hillary. Hil- Hillary has to come across come as trustworthy, like. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's her main thing. She has to. I don't need it. I don't need it to be trustworthy though. That's my. That's you, my shit, look, like. look. Here's the thing. You don't. But for as many people out there who are saying they can't um, vote for Trump because of his rhetoric, there are equally as many people out there saying they can't yeah. vote for Hillary because this of her true, a untrustworthiness, b yeah. her associations with Bill, uh, and c her associations with what they call the elite establishment. Mm-hmm. And she's a woman, and, and too. there's that too lurking that. under the scenes. And she's so not let, hot. let me um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so let me let me uh, tag on to what you were saying about the fact checking, Kwame. Today we had the head of hold on, let me get this right. We had the head of commission on presidential debates, and she was saying she doesn't want moderators correcting lies because, and I quote, "What is a big fact? What is a little fact?" Um, because. She, her example was, let's say you have the unemployment rate and Hillary Clinton comes out and says the unemployment rate is 10 percent. And then Donald Trump comes out and says, no, 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 the unemployment rate is 12 percent. And because you may have conflicting sources, which one is the true fact? And she doesn't want the moderators to be bogged down by that issue. Uh, uh, and I think that's a I mean, and I think that's a kind of a no, an easy no. one for them, the moderator kind of allow the two to, to press each other on. I think the bigger one is yeah. like, you know, when they're like, well, you know, you eat babies and <laughs> um, like, is, does the moderator just let that slide? Like quizzically looking at the right. other candidate to allow them to clarify their position for <laughs> yeah. a rebuttal? Or does she do say, you, do you not eat babies? Exactly. <laughs> no, nah, but like, you have people like Trump who's not like releasing an economic plan or a foreign policy plan. It's like, 
if if you if I can have you say something and be like, you know what, that's would be Armageddon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that would literally result in well, see, World War right. Three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or or that would put us in the black. Like like how could you pay for this? Like how can you say that you would increase you know what I'm saying? Our military and lower taxes. How can you explain how well, that yeah, can see, be done? Now, now that's different. And, that's that's doing the job of an excellent moderator, allowing them to clarify their positions and not making these grand sweeping statements. Like that's their job. It's like, okay, well, here's what I'll do. I'll do this, this, and this. Right. Well, how will you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's fine. It's when they're like, well, you know, I'm going to increase jobs, uh, and we can do this by such, and they're they can't be like, no, you can't do that. That's not going to work. Right. And I, I think the the point of all of this is the fact that Donald Trump doesn't have anything of substance. So he's just going to say shit. Um, and that's what people want them to call them call him out on. And I think she doesn't want the debate to be bogged down into that. They don't want Trump coming out and saying, uh, you know, Hillary brought on the Crooked whole birth. Yeah, Crooked, Crooked Hillary. Hillary. Right. Brought on the whole birtherism thing during the primary. I just, I just enhanced it, and that is a lie. But she doesn't want Lester Holt to be like, actually, no, yeah, uh, you actually really started this thing. So, I, I mean, I see her point, but at the same time, you can't let this dude just come out there and be like, yo, the sky is purple, and just let it rock. Right. I mean. Right. And in this election more than any other, I feel like that is, you know, pertinent. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not in the past against Romney or whatever, but I think with this guy is, like, fucking so narcissistically ignorant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure is. It's impressive, though. That he says things. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? He says things that he really believes to be true. For example, I've sacrificed as much as a soldier. <laughs> I like, think, like, straight face, like right. straight face, like like he knew it was like, God's truth. You know what I'm saying, just like, <laughs> like they have keys to the game for you know what I'm saying NFL teams or whatnot. The key to the mm. game for both candidates, like I said, Trump's got to stick to the script. He can't go off what script. They're they're feverishly working very hard for him to stick <laughs> to party lines. Like Good I was boy. reading, I was reading an article about that. Now I don't know how much of this is you know what I'm saying pre debate. Just- uh, smoke clouds being right. thrown out to kind of pe- put people off the trail, but allegedly they just want him to stick to, you know, what I'm saying the 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 policies that he's supposed to be working on and do not deviate in typical Trump fashion. And f- so they don't they don't want him to say black people. What do you have to lose? They don't want him saying that exactly. And then for for Hillary, again, they just want her to come across as Oh my God! Yes, just as (laughs) relatable, understandable, and beyond any you know, I'm saying uh, above all else, transparent. Like state what she's going to do, explain how she's going to do it, and then she cannot respond to Trump. Like this is, I think the the Mm. next two the next two debates will be will be you know, I'm saying fine that she can go off in attack mode or whatever. But for this first debate. Like she needs to come across as look like the look like the victim because like Trump is gonna, Trump is gonna go out there like if he goes off script like he's like he's prone to do he's gonna start bullying he's gonna start bullying Hillary she needs to be, be poised and relatable. Mm. But I, I don't know that that like she has that. I mean not not that necessarily 
that 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 ability, but the fact to the, the the ability to change her game like that. Like you remember when uh she was debating with Bernie and she was like largely like you know bandstanding and grandstanding and trying to like vote the crowd and yelling. And, he was and saying, bandstanding, like, you know, she was bandstanding too. Okay, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, like Bernie was like, "You're talking so loudly. I don't think you have to yell to make a point." And he would just make his you know points. You know what I'm saying with facts and 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 stats. You know what I'm saying? And then keep it moving. Like, I think she looked like she was, like, over-exuberant and over-boisterous. Like, it just looked like Which it was forced. She, I, and I think that, Honestly, I don't... I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Both candidates could completely go off topic and tangent and go at each other. I mean, that's why they said they think they're, they're going to have as many as 100 million viewers viewers yeah. watching yeah, this debate. Be, so said, it's like I, Super Bowl, son. I just want to see a death match like between the two of them. Like like someone throws Trump a trident dog and like and like <laughs> at it, the celebrity right. celebrity fights from MTV dog. <laughs> exactly. Celebrity, oh, death celebrity death match, yeah. yeah. Um all right, before we move off of this, let me ask y'all a really sexist question. So let me ask y'all a Remy question. <laughs> I'm um, not sexist though, that's so unfair, dog. <laughs> You're not. It's, 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 this question really is probably going to come off as a little sexist. How much does Hillary's voice have to do with her likability? It's um, not. It's. I don't want to say it's a likability though. It's a. Face. It's a, it's it's a, a face. face. <laughs> I don't want to say it's a. It's, it's a likability thing. Like uh, I think the the people that are voting for Trump. I think look at women a certain way. Mm-hmm. I won't. And, I won't even say. I won't even. I won't even say that because, amazingly, you do have women who are supporting Trump. Um, this is ridiculous. And, yeah, it blows my mind. And they view it. They view it as the lesser of two evils because, again, Shout they can't. They can't support Hillary. Like the pantsuits, though. It's the pantsuits. They they can't. Like there's <laughs> there there have been way too many. Um, well, first off, she was guilty by association the minute she started running. Um, because of her last name being Clinton. Uh, secondly, you know, I, like I'm gonna even take the fact that she's a woman out of it. You know, what I'm saying we're just gonna focus on on the the candidate. Like, secondly, uh, she's had so many scandals underneath mm-hmm. her her watch or associated with her, even they're not directly her fault. They have been mm-hmm. underneath her uh, um, her tenure. And, you know, it, you know, I'm saying crap rolls uphill. So, you know, therefore she's responsible, whether it's the Benghazi, whether it's the email scandal, you know, the funding or whatever. You know, there have been more than a few things alleged to have been associated with her. And as someone who continually escapes punitive uh, repercussions, like for the general working class individual, you know what I'm saying? They see her as just you know, totally unrelatable, part of the establishment, part of the elite, and does not get what they're trying to, to, to do in their daily lives. <laughs> but um, to your point, Cannon, I don't think it's sexist. Um, if you look at the history, you know what I'm saying, polit- of politics and political campaigning, uh, one of the issues that speaks, I think, most true to this is... Uh, one of the first televised debates between Nixon and Kennedy. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Where, where, wherein... Um, he looked at his watch. Think, kept looking at his watch. But beyond that, I think uh, I think I read something that said like, Nixon was six, so he was like sweating. Yeah, that too. And Kennedy was, you know what I'm saying, was fucking, was you know what I'm saying, good looking, and he looked poised. 
And regardless of what it is he said, you know what I mean, came off as the victor in the debate. So I think to Kwame's point, um, it's not that she's a unattractive woman, or not that Trump is a, you know is that dapper of a dude. It's the fact that everything she does seems contrived, and her smile seems forced, and you know she tries to you know wear the pantsuit to evoke some like everything seems like it's a political maneuver, mm-hmm. and it's not sincere, and that comes across in everything. So I think it's not just her voice; it's her appearance. When she goes on the joint, she's gonna have to appear as though. You know what I mean? She's human. And I I bring that up because you look at what happened at the convention where the first night Bill Clinton talks and he's suave and he's smooth and he got it. Tuesday night, Michelle Obama comes up, rips it down. Best, best speech of any convention ever, period. Barack comes up Wednesday night, tears it down like he always do. And then Hillary Don't comes the up. Oh, oh, the oh, tripping. How could I forget the malarkey? The malarkey in that bitch. Please. Please say the malarkey. <laughs> Double malarkey on that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you had Joe Biden, Kazir Khan. You had so many moments. And then Thursday night comes and Hillary comes up and it's, it's like, meh. boring. And meh. Whatever. Yeah, she's trying to listen to some excitement and there's nothing alone. there. And. But, but, I mean, she doesn't have the vocal flourishes. She doesn't have this show. She doesn't have anything except kind of like yelling. I think that's a so that's that's why I bring it that's up. That's just a big. I mean, I, people I think underestimate how just how how personable um, both Bill Clinton and Barack Obama uh, uh, is and are. Um, and, and George and Bush, then Michelle Obama. You know, what I'm saying is incredible in her own right. Like. Clinton has had books like I actually I think I actually bought one um Clinton has had books published about his ability to capture an audience uh, mm-hmm. and how to you know um relate to the common person when he's speaking to a hundred thousand people you know and right. and then Barack is, right. Barack is Barack like Barack I think is the smoothest president you know what I'm saying that that we've had ever um, since Taft so it's it's oh Whoa, whoa, whoa. Compared to compared to them, <laughs> like c- compared to them, of course Hillary is gonna see like you know what I'm saying like a drab you know uh, personality, and then when you compare Hillary to Trump, of course she's gonna seem like a drab personality because Trump is Trump, you know. <laughs> yeah, like Trump is on TV like all the time. Like that's that's his like, that's his lane. He's you know? an, like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, an he's, entertainer. He's a TV personality. Yeah, that's why Bob Dole lost because he was right. too old. <laughs> Shot the <to> Tupac. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go around the horn real quick. Who wins the debate, Remy? Um, Hillary, dog. Like I said, I feel like she's 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 preparing for it. Where like I like and like Kwame was saying, I don't know if it's like uh just like the pre uh, pre uh, debate rhetoric or whatever. Okay. But um, like it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like Trump is trying. Like like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like Trump is doing his homework. Like he's just like I'm just gonna go out there and do what I, do what I always do, and I don't think that's gonna work in his right. favor. For 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 this debate, maybe for future debates it might, but for this mm-hmm. one, nah, can't come out can't come out and beat up the old white lady on TV, <laughs> and they can't think you gonna get away with it, dog. Right, Kwame, who wins? Uh, the television networks. Mm. <laughs> Dark horse candidate, I like it. <laughs> Boom, who wins? I have no clue, man. I think uh, Hillary's ability to be human. <laughs> 
might be a little more difficult to achieve than Trump because Trump's been kind of sticking to the script a little bit as of late. So I don't know. Mm. I say uh, Lester Holt loses. That's that's my prediction. Mm. I think Lester Holt is going to. He has the toughest job on TV on Monday night. Controlling um, Donald Trump. Yeah, he's going to have to really control the whole thing, and it's not it's, it's not going to work. It's going to blow up in his face. He's not going to ask follow ups. He's not going to fact check. It's it's going to be Trump bowling him over. Uh, it's too big for Lester Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think he loses. Um, I think Hillary comes out good, but unfortunately, I think Trump wins. Leaning that way. I think he wins because he comes up there and he just does what he does. And to be honest, I think at this point, why why do we have to continue this charade? Why can't we just vote tomorrow? Because I think people know who they're going to vote for. Right. Um, uh, I don't well, know. I don't know. Because I, I want to see the debate, man. Well, I was just going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want right. to see the train wreck, dog. I'm just, no, you're right. I was just no, we should that. have a debate tomorrow night and then, and then, I say, and then vote, we vote on Tuesday. And then we vote tomorrow night. Via Twitter. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I just want to, I mean, I want to, this is the one chance that the American public, you know what I'm saying, these next three debates get to hear from the candidates on their policies. And that's what I think is critical for a lot of people um, because there's a lot of turmoil, there's a lot of unrest. And so they want to hear how each candidate will, um, what what solutions they will offer, you know what I'm saying, to, to quote unquote, make America great or safe again uh, mm-hmm. for a better tomorrow. And like I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been checking up on the voter, you know, Senate registration statistics. And while there okay. are Democrats and Republicans that, you know, what I'm saying are voting or are registering to vote in higher numbers than there were in 2012. What's interesting is the number okay. of unaffiliated voters that are registering. <laughs> yeah. So that that rose. like it double it's it's swamping both of them. And so I think that this is a critical time for both candidates as how they come off here in these three debates. Okay, we will we will uh, have the sport. We'll have the Sports Center ticker going through Twitter, where everybody can uh, follow along. Hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, So moving on to my favorite segment of the week, the Black Business. And this week, Kwame, you got some more literature for us. So, uh, what you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, so this is a little little excerpt uh, from something that I that I'm spinning off of Defcon Jive, um, which is going to be called the Illiterate, uh, which is a not necessarily a musical book review, but a book review um, that will be set to to rhythm and beat. Uh, so that we can get more people interested a little bit in what, uh, whether it's nonfiction or fiction, creative writing or inspired writing um, by African-American authors or about African-American um, situations. And uh, the book the book I chose this week is by Torre. Uh, and it's actually an older book, but I, I saw the cover. It's titled Who's Afraid of Post-Blackness and uh, What It Means to Be Black Now. It's from 2011, but um, with everything that's going on um, and how back in the civil rights days you had um, 
something a common cause for all you know what i'm saying for black people to unite under black and white people in some circumstances to unite under um what's what's uniting us now and so it's called like i said it's called who's afraid of post-blackness and it's by teray and um i'll just give you guys like quarter a quarter of, of what i've written so far um mm. and oh oh exclusive hold on I, I gotta drop some bombs on this Okay, was that that foreshadowing to the bombs that will be dropped? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I mean, you you really did just just screw screw it up. But okay, go ahead. You can edit that out. (laughs) Two thousand six. I get this, Kwame. You talk like a white person. This Mm. this is back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was working at an elementary school a few blocks from where I grew up as a child. I was a teacher's aide trying to stack funds to finance my wedding that was coming up that summer and a young black secretary dropped that on me and it just like it caught me off guard and I was like why because my conjunctions connect linking phrases past participles participating to elaborate when communicating in normal everyday conversations I didn't know that my Mm. style of linguistics contributed to my ethnic description that comment bothered me to such an extent that I might have overcompensated a bit, making conscious efforts to slum up my talk, seasoning sentences with ain'ts and dogs, a sprinkling of slurs and a touch of a drawl. Mm. Mm. Ten years yeah. later, I pick up a book and it questioned that statement, a refreshing displacement of preconceived notions pertaining to how we viewed our own space in terms of limits we placed in narrow constraints that quote unquote defined us as a race by Teray. Who's afraid of post-blackness? What does it mean to be black now? Are we beyond the music and the style and persona we become trapped into maintaining in order to remain black in our own eyes? That's the question Teray asks in his book. And it's a question he tries to answer through not only his voice, but through the voices of others, blacker than me and not blacker than me. He asks that question in an effort to see if the mind's mirror is what we imagine they see, or is it a different reflection when we're walking in public or chilling at home and alternative rock or folk music comes on? Does a funny, strange look emerge on their face and they say with a smile, this isn't what you're supposed to like. Black people don't do this. This is reserved for whites or the pale or the others, but not for the brothers who fought for the soul and control of the love of the drum and the bass and them warped 808s. Mm. Come on, dog. Mm. This here is out of place. Mm. And the author goes on through expression of personal pain and vivid confession of the morphing and twisting and altering of self to which he was subjected by his own perception, the double-edged weapon. And I'll stop right there. Bars! 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 This is filthy. Street sweepers. Who's afraid of (laughs) post-blackness by Torre? What it means to be black now. You know what I'm saying? Look out for that illiterate musical review coming soon. Yes, sir. Uh, Bars are so filthy I had to switch the porn with my porn <laughs> 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 Grimy. Grimy. Get a beat. Kwame, grimy. I just need a I just need I just need a beat. <laughs> the freeway. Mm. Put on that beat. Mm, put on the beat. <laughs> put, Let's not speak about it. Yo, put on the beat. <laughs> I'll leave you stuffed in a dumpster like Brenda baby. Yep. And it was over. Yeah. It was that over. Was like that, that's right when, there. That's when it was over. It's 
So, uh, so moving on from that music to actual music, what you've been listening to, our weekly segment about music that we got in the in the tape deck. So, Remy, fresh off of your two game suspension, what you've been listening to? Man, uh, oh no, I, I used my suspension. I, I went on a little vacay with the, with the with the wife and the kids and whatnot. Suspended with pay, we we call it, <laughs> right? And, uh, like, I haven't really been listening to music, man, but uh, shouts to Kwame Dog. And, I, and I've brought this up before, but, like, I really, like, started digging into this joint. Um, like, when, well, like, when I went on a vacation, man. But that N.K. Jemison 100,000 Kingdoms joint, it's fucking lit, dog. Mm. This joint is, like, this is a fire book, dog. And, like, like I, like I'm waiting for the other joint to come to, for the for the next joint to come to Audible. The, uh, I think it's Broken Kingdoms. Version 2. Hey. Yeah, but. But hey, yo, like, if you get a chance, man, like, like, pick that book up. Go to Audible, man. And, like, use that. Use your one free credit a month. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 cop that joint, man. That book is that book is fire. Now Come I will say, the main character is kind of a thought, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how you feel about thoughts. Which is why I love the book, dog. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, yeah but, the, but the book is fire, though. Like, definitely check that joint out. All right. Books on tape, Remy. It's always books on tape. Uh, Word. Kwame, what you been listening to? Uh, I, I got <clears throat> two things, two things for you. First off, I feel like I failed. I feel like I let Nas down. Because um, <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't listen to Khaled's, you know what I'm saying, Khaled's. Uh, latest release, so I didn't hear oh, Nas's. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I, I didn't, you know. I, I, I was a failure, but um, I've been looping up that uh, the album's done, Nas's album done song mm-hmm. off of that Khaled album. Classic shit, timeless, forever. Iconic. Uh. DJ Khaled. A divine leader, shine brighter. Bonita, mommy, me, the line sniffer. Never poetic rhyme writer, cheaper. Ebony Empress getter. Celebrity apprentice, a devil show. Big up to Africa, Mexico. Hennessy, Margarita, Venice, and Edith. It's dope. Like, it's just it's just incredibly dope. <clears throat> um, so that's that's one joint. But, but, uh, what I've been, you know what I'm saying, pumping on Spotify for like, the last 36 hours non-stop even while i've been sleeping has been the um latest travis scott release huh um oh yeah and um i'm i'm, I'm tripping on the tripping on the name of the album right now because it's so utterly ridiculous it's like an alias that we might have come up with <laughs> travis it's travis scott's that he on um Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight Right, 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 right Yeah, that's right <laughs> By uh, by Travis Scott Stop as it Why as it Run it up All this game Bag it up I'm saying I, I really, I really, really, really was a fan of his first album And this one is like it, it's, it's a little bit different But he's got some absolute heat on this joint Um from I believe it's Andre three thousand on the first track to uh you know what I'm saying Kendrick on um this track uh Goosebumps I believe 
and then you're like he's got some absolute fire like he's got a joint with bryson tiller on here that's that's really dope um so like i've i don't know just i've been a big travis scott fan for a while and the second album finally has come out so i've been pumping that you know what i'm saying real religiously did you see the video where uh him and actual brian mcknight sing one of the songs off of there i did not but i should <laughs> yeah, Google yeah, it i did see that joke. yeah i did see that joke. <laughs> Yeah, Brian McKnight <laughs> joins Travis Scott for one of the songs from Birds in the Trap sing Brian McKnight. Don't forget Brian McKnight had that AVN song. Oh, let me you teach you how to squirt. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not let's not forget those <laughs> ventures. For real? Yes. Yo, I'm I'm behind the times, though. Oh, I'm, you ain't know I'm, that? I'm, this was like I'm flexing these Googles right now, though. What was this like two years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. teach you how to squirt. <laughs> Brian McKnight. Boom, what you been listening to? Uh so like I said, I was uh shared with the crew. I got this little battle rap league, you know what I'm saying? And so uh the students that I teach, and so like every uh time we meet I try to uh bring a bar or two just to inspire them, just so they can see, you know what I mean? It's not just saying whatever. Like people put a it's a craft to this. So last week I put up that uh, Lupe, you know what I'm saying, line. Um, I try to do the opposite of left. As long as there's the opposite of death, you know. Yes, you test and I just might bring the opposite of life. Till there's no one the opposite of right. Check. And got me into this Lupe rabbit hole. I've been on that Fahrenheit 115 joint. Which one? One or two? The one before he was crazy. It's me, soldiers. Now let me put the streets down like steamrollers with the cats that push 40 ounces through the hood. Like King Cobra, see we sling soda. Cause the extra four in the split is mixed. It's really 36. Yeah. Used to buy toasters and clips. You can type it. was just bars. Yeah, the first one. Two the bars never went away though. That's the, th- that's the thing, man. You just gotta like. Yeah. You just you just, exactly. just got to you just got to wade through the the Whoopi Goldberg haircuts, dog. Like, <laughs> I just felt a different way about him. You know what I'm saying? Right now at 115, I just felt like you know what I mean. Kind of like the study we're doing of Ye. Like you know what I mean? I understand how dropout, you know what I'm saying, or, or late registration, you know, can be up there because of the moment that you're associated with and being you know what I mean, and your feelings about Kanye at that time. Like you know what I mean? What he was doing, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And adds to it, but that that one fifteen era, I was really. I we in. all believed in him because the first one came out, and that had the pins and the needles on it, and I think that yep. song is yep. amazing. Yep. And then uh, Fahrenheit one uh one fifteen two <laughs> came out. Revenge of the Nerd and two is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and that was both of those were before Food and Liquor came out. And uh, shout out to that food and liquor leak. Um, we're not going to speak on that. Uh, but mm. that put that back. Put that back. Let's not yeah, let's not that. talk about that food and liquor leak. But I mean that that's that that line came from that leak. It wasn't even on the official joint. So um, yeah, Lupe, Lupe. I I still think that um, the second album, the Cool. I think that's his best album. The cool. Absolutely, is like my my most favorite album from him because yeah. uh, there was a there was a wide array of sounds and 
he really put a lot of work into that. It's, it's a whole bunch of story raps on there. It's not fucking with see true Hollywood stories though. <laughs> I mean, box cut a blade runner rap to use sweat. Nobody's messing with I that. Mean, Come on now. Let's let's be for real. I put I mean, but I put that cool. I put that uh, two thousand BC over the cool too. Mmm. Whole time. Why you? Where's LeBron James Bond at? Oh, we we need him on here because he is a noted yeah. cannabis hater for some reason. His head just exploded, dog. Somewhere in the world. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> the album's dope. The album's have dope. you have you brought any cannabis lines to them? Nah, failing boom. I, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Maybe I, I mean, I'm building them up. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of you know what I'm saying. I said like, I don't want to hear about guns. You don't shoot. You know what I'm saying? And drugs. You don't sell because you're in you know what I mean seventh grade math class with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so you know what I mean I'm getting them to write more so about their skills and how you know like craft. A lot of Migos flow. You know <laughs> yo yo yo. Not, not, not even uh, don't even knock the kids for that. Yo, the Migos flow is is. Is a like a, an acquired skill, dog. Like, it, like it's difficult Ribbit. to do, dog. <laughs> I was going to say, Ribby, you, you you've you've noted that uh, the Migos flow is not for everybody. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's... I mean, I feel you, but just the fact that I, I just want them to say something right. when they rap, and the fact that you know I give them a bar too, just like oh, like you know, what I'm saying this always dope, but he actually put time and effort into not just what rhymes next. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's it's a, it's a craft of this. Right. I got you. Shout out to Lil Yachty. <laughs> so, on my end, I probably shouldn't have done this because it put me in a really shitty mood on Friday. But, um, I've been listening to that Nas nigger album. They say we in our double G-E-R. We are much more. Still, we choose to ignore the obvious. Man, this history don't acknowledge us. We were scholars long before colleges. They say we in our double G E R. We are and, much uh, more. Be, be, because of what had happened this week, and um, not the best thing to listen to before you go to work. Uh, but I really enjoy that album. I know. Um, yep. once again, LeBron James Bond not here to defend himself. I know he. That's when he strikes. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really like that album. But uh, I I like it. I like it a lot. And uh, right, the work that Nas did with Stickman of Dead Prez, it it definitely comes through when you got joints like Sly Fox and Untitled and the creative joints like like the joint with Buster Rhymes talking about fried chicken. No, that, fried that chicken. song is awesome. I don't understand why people don't why people don't like that joint, Because <laughs> they're talking real sensual about fried chicken. <laughs> Buster, no, in defense, you know, saying Buster's whole joint was about swine, dog. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But he was talking about how much he loved it, like, like it was a supermodel. Yo, yo black people ridiculous. don't love fried chicken, dog. We do. Yes, we do. Who doesn't though? But the way they talked about it, it was like they were making love to it. And yes, I do make love to my fried chicken when I eat it. But thank you. But, <laughs> look. Um, What's what, what's, my, what's what's my man Santana? What's my man Santana? Just because I eat chicken, don't mean I eat, don't chicken. mean I eat chickens. <laughs> Look, uh, mom pops, when you hear this this segment, <laughs> just note that we have uh, devolved into the normal. Um... Shout out to Santana, mama, mama, and Baba. Uh, just just go ahead. You you can just go ahead. And turn it off right yeah. now. Because if you lick, lick, we all can play. 
Actually, I don't eat nothing that can walk uh, away. Walk away. You know, I'm going to just cut it after yeah. the Book of the Week segment. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll send them the podcast. I'll edit it. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the source the source yeah. files, Kwame. You could just cut it just cut it up. Send them the exactly. highlights. That's all you got to do. Send them the send highlights. Them the Sports Center special. Yeah. Let me tell you this, man. I thought Santana was the greatest rapper alive, man. Like, he didn't even think he was the greatest rapper alive. What the fuck is wrong with you, dog? <laughs> I was chilling. I was chilling. I was chilling with my man, M-Easy. Shout out to M-Easy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, we got Super Blast. He put on that from me to you joint. It sounded like, you know what I'm saying? Songs in the key of life. It, was just, it, was, it sounded, it sounded, it sounded yeah. magically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, boom, he rhymed sit in the car with sit in the car. Yeah, no test that. <laughs> sit in the car. Hey, Santana's, Santana's dope. <laughs> he is, Thank he you. is. Put songs in the key of life. What, what, what were you on, boom? I'm just telling you, man. Let's not talk. Let's put that back. Put that back. <laughs> Let's not talk about that but right boom, there. Boom, boom. I'll put J.R. Ryder, Ryder up against Santana. I bet J.R. Ryder eats him. No album. I'm just saying, you talking about the writer block mixtapes, but no album. That for me to use, crushing any. That's true. That's true. I'm just talking about spitting. I give you J.R. Right, you know what I'm saying? um, But but you're right. That me to you is is dope. Also, second album, dope. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, what's up? R.I.P. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get to that as, as we close. Um, Breaking news. Now you want to talk off? Now you want to talk off? <laughs> nah, just breaking news. Arnold Palmer passed away. The breaking news like happened f- like about 15 minutes an hour ago? into oh, us. Shit. Yeah, no, like we've been recording for a minute. Oh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, passed away at the age of 87. Oh man, Golden this Bear. Is after the Marlins pitcher passed away this morning. Yo, that's so bad. Jose Fernandez. Yeah, I was trying to come. I was trying to come with an alias to, to allude to that too, man. But like, oh, why? Yeah. I'm Why? Because, because I'm a terrible because I'm a terrible human being, dog. <laughs> Granted. <laughs> hey, hey, pull one up for Arnold Palmer, though. Real talk. Real. Drink ever made. Change the yeah. change the game with golf. Mix a mix a lemonade with that iced tea, dog. I'll do it right now. I got it. Right. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> right. There it is. One time. There it is. One time. So um, yo, email us podcast at defconjive.com. Hey, email us your best aliases. You know what I'm saying? We'll use them joints. For sure. Mean? Oh, but I mean, you got your students ghostwriting your aliases, so I don't know why you need right. other people. Oh, right. man. Front Street. But uh, <laughs> Bruce Little Wayne. They gave me that Bruce Little Wayne. <laughs> but um, yeah, email us podcast at defconjive.com. Find us on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, subscribe, download, listen, pass it around to your friends, pass it around to your parents like Kwame's going to do. And we the plug. We promote your stuff. Right. And send us your black businesses. DCJ Podcast on Twitter. Send us your business to promote. That's what we do. We the plug. Uh, shout out to Bake Sweet Love coming to T-Tot because yeah, of this podcast, up. you know? Shout out to the official what? Black Wall Street Kickstarter that's going to be ending soon. Uh, they on it. You know? We do what we do. Go. Send us your business. It's free. I ain't, We ain't even charging for this. Yeah. How much it costs? It's oh, it's free ninety nine. Free ninety nine, Oh, okay. With a nine for the free with a, a ninety nine cent voucher too. Mm. <laughs> a rebate. We send you that after right. six weeks. <laughs> a mail mail in rebate, though. But you better have a copy of that receipt staple with that, though. That's what I'm saying. And you and you have to wait four weeks before you send it in. 
Because you know, if you return this podcast, we're not going. We're not going to send you a ninety nine cent refund. Come on now. So um, cashier's check. <laughs> so yeah, again, emails podcast at defconjob.com. So um, boom. What what is the update on the game? I mean, we have his halftime. You know what I'm saying? About twenty four to three. Dak out here got a rushing touchdown. You know what I mean? No, uh, no, no turnover still. Get about it. Bears done then. It's over. Yeah, I can't say too much. You know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I know can't get Romo like 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 the Giants did today. You know yeah. So, all right, for another week, let's get up out of here because this holy shit, this is going to be a long one. Um, false. false. <laughs> so this is your boy Cannon, aka Right Said Fred Hampton. Um, I, I I wasn't a one hit wonder. You just stopped paying attention to me until they came and killed me. <laughs> Jesus get to be a fence. <laughs> oh my bad, it's me. <laughs> I told you I'm off that from me to you right now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's your it's your boy Boom Dynamite. You know what I'm saying? RP Shuttle Low. They know. It's your boy Quams, aka Todd McShay. Their names. You ain't trying to see this box score though. <laughs> mm. Yo, it's your boy Anthony Mason Bethel. Got the shiny suit on, still in the paint, throwing bows, dog. <laughs> Mm. I got a story to tell, uh, yeah. and it doesn't end well for me. <laughs> Yo, I was really waiting for the shoe to drop for Remy's joint. I was really waiting for it. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. and, and Remy, as, as always, the only Trump we acknowledge is Tiana. Oh, you know it, dog. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see her in the debate tomorrow night. Yo. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, Trump pulls out Tiana. Yo, Trump Donald debate. Trump pulls out Tiana, dog. Like, like he got my vote, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cannon, but you know what I'm saying. While we out here, another body got caught. Come on, man. Arnold Palmer, R.I.P. Meek Mill. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 all right, we out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>